Thanks for tuning in to the Bethlehem Church Podcast, where our goal is to offer you compelling biblical content to equip you to live an empowered Christian life. Today, Pastor Matt and I have a conversation about his message from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, titled Facts. Let's jump in. Well, hey there, I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Pastor Matt. And we're here on this faithful Thursday yes, to have ourselves are. a conversation. Shall we? But not just any conversation. This is our 20th conversation that we've had. Hey. So the seven of you that watch They're have hung again. along with us here for 20 weeks. That's pretty. Uh, really longer than yeah. 20 weeks because we've had some breaks in between. But Yeah, we have. Yeah. That's so, really cool. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're uh, you know, we're enjoying this. It's been a nice medium to have some some talks, some conversations after the messages and I think it's been fruitful for us just working through talking through certain things and hopefully it's a, a blessing to you. Yeah, we hope it's a blessing to you. Uh I mean we started this, you know, we started it uh for your series in 1 Corinthians which ran Was six, it really? Is that mm-hmm. That's when we started. Okay. Yep, that's when we started your first week of that was our first week doing this right here. That's cool. And yep. then there's going to be way less uh, I don't know if that's good English, but way less, way fewer, not that many, <laughs> not that many messages for Second Corinthians. <clears throat> it is Which, smaller. Yeah. I read it in like an evening it, over the yeah, weekend. It's a quick read. Yeah. But I mean, we're we're also taking a different approach, you know, mm. th- this time around kind of, but um, anyway. We're taking a more Western approach to it. We're breaking it up and doing series is, is yeah. in it. Back to the movies, Second Corinthians. <laughs> no, no, Night at the movies. Here we go. <laughs> We're watching but, uh, The Great Gatsby tonight. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be good though. Yeah. So this is our second round. Well, I guess let's see. We've done First Corinthians, and then we've got conversations on uh, my little mini series on Jonah, and then we've yeah. got one from last week that was kind of topical. So we've got some stuff scattered Sprinkled. in there. Yeah. But um, we're excited to jump into a new series. Yeah, me too. Twenty episodes deep. So hey, cheers, cheers. for hanging. <laughs> as I spill my coffee all cheers over this microphone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's. I literally went to take a drink out of the microphone. Like, <laughs> wow. Oh gosh. No, it's uh, it's really good though. I'm yeah, excited. It's really good. So, but uh, this week we're talking about your message. Uh, it was kind of long in Evernote, but I think the condensed title was just facts. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the mini series is reconciliation. Yeah. Uh, from First Corinthians, we started in chapter one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's do it. Well, let's jump in. Let's talk about it. So here as we jump in, we need a word from our sponsor, ExpressVPN. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Our sponsor, Policy Genius. That's the best I could do. Bambi. No. (laughs) That's the best I could do for a Shapiro impression. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh please sponsor us we don't care if there's any money involved we just want to talk about a sponsor we just want to <laughs> look like we're important and have a sponsor yeah. one, put your logo up. yeah i if you sponsor us i will buy an express vpn just you know <laughs> for you know duck, whatever duck, reason go duck, duck do you use that no no i just i i don't like um I feel like people have told me about it. <laughs> you know who uses it? Does it work? Is, what? Does it work? Like all those things people always tell me like, oh, you should use this or be doing that. I like try to even look it up and like their website doesn't work or like something, yeah. <laughs> something crazy. Well, that's like the that. thing is like I have like all of my bookmarks and like you use Apple for your keychain and I use Chrome for the same yeah. function. 
Apple so, owns me. Yeah. yeah. And so for me for to sure. switch, it's just like not like I don't really think that like you know, if the FBI wants to look at my internet search history, like they're not going to be very entertained. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, there's that. And then there's like, you really think DuckDuckGo is going to get away from the FBI? <laughs> no. Well, I think what people don't understand is like, okay, so you do that. <laughs> the NSA. And wait, if wait. you're using a different search engine and you still don't have a VPN, like your, your stuff is still going to be tracked by right, your, your service, service provider. provider. <laughs> like it's not. Your ISP's got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're regardless of what you think, oh, your gosh. home internet provider knows everything about you. Literally. And they always will. Yeah. Um because our of, entire lives are centered around Regardless the of whether you use a good browser or you use one that's named after a children's game. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, the get, I'm going to get the Freedom phone, which is a, you know, and it runs It's an then, Android runs yeah, right, it's, like, Google. Oh, okay, so it's it's hardwired through <laughs> Google still. Yeah. It's on your your T-Mobile plan still. Right. So I'll you, just stick look, with mine. Listen, we're just here to tell you my computer and and You're my firing phone. Off bing, bing bing bing. Yeah. Oh my Jeez. gosh. Come on, Chell, stop texting me. <laughs> Is that your wife? Yeah. Man. Messing stuff up. That's hilarious. Let me actually check that. It might be important. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot of Texases. Anyway, I'm I'm just yeah. Here I am over not here with important. not important. <laughs> <laughs> here I am over here with the iPhone. Man, we're we're getting into fall weather. I just love. I do too. Every morning I walk outside and I'm just you know <laughs> <laughs> loving it. Yeah, we're totally, we're all congested. <laughs> but I think that that like a a big part of it is like now that my my anger that summer is over, I can officially embrace fall. You know, so it's like I did not want summer to end this year, and I was like, yeah. no, no, I don't care about fall. I don't, I, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, <laughs> but it's like it's here. I'm enjoying the walks in the morning. My dog is, man, she's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me about horrible dogs, <laughs> Jimmy. She's worse than he is. Oh, it's totally. true. She's probably worse in a different way. But you actually like her. Not really. I don't like her right now. I go home and Jimmy like walks up and I'm like, get out of here. (laughs) I won't like her till she quits teething. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, but it's been enjoyable to get out in the mornings and take a walk. And, you know, I walk down to, we have this like field at the end of the peninsula and see the water and the sun coming up. And it's just been really uh, refreshing, you know, in in the mornings. But and then she takes the ball and doesn't bring it back and runs and chases other dogs. And then my, the worst. <laughs> my tranquility ends quickly. <laughs> but it's been great weather. I've, I've been enjoying it for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's been good. Winter's yeah. coming soon. and I, I, Winter's coming. It's not that I like bring prefer the cold weather. I just hate the heat and mm. the humidity specifically. And so when yeah. it is cold, I love all of the implications of that. Yeah. You know? Mm. So it's good. I mean, I do prefer this weather to summer. But you do know, you? yeah, for sure. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been wearing hoodies outside because I like hoodies, even if it's like a little bit too warm. I'm like, I do no, like an extra layer. No, it's time. You know, <laughs> yeah. people with my build, we need that. You know, <laughs> I need that confidence booster <laughs> in the fall. That's hilarious. And this stupid global warming's not going to take it away from me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, so that's man. why I'm getting solar. <laughs> Get more. Hashtag more hoodie weather. Get yeah. solar. You can make fun of climate change and, and uh, global warming because you actually have solar. Right. Yeah. I'm doing my <laughs> He's part. He's doing his part yep. regardless. I'm doing my <laughs> yeah. part. I may have three vehicles and a motorcycle that burn a lot of gas. But, right. You know. Gosh, man. my uh, I totaled my truck not, not long ago and uh, got this new SUV. It's not new. It's used, but got an SUV. And uh, man, that thing is a gas guzzler. <laughs> It's Two weeks worth- in, he's like, man, this thing's a V8. It guzzles so much gas, I love it. <laughs> Biden gas prices, 
I'm like, dude. And he's like, dude, I got to park it. <laughs> I need a Volt. <laughs> like, I need a Chevy Volt or a Tesla. You Something. Know, the new, uh, so my neighbor got the Model Y. I think it's the Y. Is that what it is? Is that the, like the crossover SUV size? Yeah, man, that thing yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So I went uh, went across the street, and we were all coming over different times and admiring it. And Mr. Dennis was like, hey, you can you just sit in it. Sit in the car. So I got in it, and he pulls it up. I mean, the screen in the Teslas are huge. Oh, yeah, it's gigantic. So he pulls up his games, and like literally you're playing a video game with the car's steering wheel and pedals. You're playing a driving game. Dude. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest that is thing? awesome. It is the coolest car. I literally sat in Mr. Dennis's car and just played video games with him. It it's was amazing. Yeah, it was great. It's a really cool car. But, I mean, it's a lot more affordable than the, than the X. Yeah. So he's his prices are coming down and I mean think about right now it's I'm paying probably 6 to 800 a month just in gas running around. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like th- right. I could spend 6 to 800 a month with a Tesla payment and literally no gas. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Well, I think their biggest battery is if I remember correctly they got the 100 kW batteries and I want to say I mean, take whatever your BG&E rate is, which is probably 12 and a half cents after fees. Yeah. And multiply that by you know, a hundred and it's like you, you fill up the whole car and drive almost 400 miles for like $13. Yeah. Like it makes, makes a ton of sense. It's a ton of sense. Yeah. We're, I'm going to, I'm probably going to get one just because it's yeah. like, it's extremely economical. The problem just is total you another vehicle and you'll be good. <laughs> no. Wash it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I have to have something that tows, but the, uh, for my wife, like it would be a, a good option if it was just a little bit bigger. It's a little too small. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, the back seat, it has a third row. Well, the X seat's seven, right? Yeah, and I think it's bigger. I think oh, it yeah, has it's a more, lot bigger. It has more room. I think the Y is on... But I'm not spending 100000 I think the I Y is on the Model... Uh, it's on the Model 3 chassis. Yeah. And the Model X is on the Model S chassis, which mm. is, like, longer and wider, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah. So it'd probably be... I mean, there. it's a big car. When you yeah. drive by it, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, l- I love those things. Though. It's really awesome. I mean, I I hope that. I mean, I've invested in EVs. You know, I'm mm-hmm. still hoping that, that that one stock turns around. Dude, but so I bought. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about anything productive today, but that's okay because that's what you're here for. Well, we're just chatting. Yeah, we're it's just a conversation. Chatting. This is a conversation. Join don't, us. Yeah, if you don't Join like us. it, go embrace else. it. Go get a coffee. <laughs> Sit down. Everything's fine. Yeah. Decompress. Just kidding. Um, but I bought. <laughs> so I, Carmen got me buying. Uh, well, he got me onto that app, Coinbase, which is the crypto trading app. Oh, okay. And there's a couple different apps for it, but I... I, I don't know I, anything about crypto. There's been a... So, Doge was a craze, like, in the last year, and people made a lot of money on that. I did and didn't sell on time and did not make a ton of money on it. Um, but I had some, nonetheless. But there's <laughs> another coin that I think is going to be the next Doge, Doge, whatever. And it's, like, it's right now it's worth, like, point oh 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 oh. You know, it's like a fraction of a penny. And so I bought like 3.7 million of them. For, <laughs> for, <laughs> and I'm like, let's say like, that was $20. Yeah. I'm like, well, I bought like a hundred bucks worth. So hey. whatever, a hundred divided by whatever it is. That could is, be big. Yeah. Well, I was like, even yeah, if it goes up to a penny, I'm like, and it, they're, they're kind of pumping it right now. Really? Like, yeah. And I bought it on a, on a dip too, because it had shot up and then it shot back down. Then I bought it on a dip. And hmm. so I've already made like $10. You know, huh. which, you know, 10 bucks, whatever. It's 10%. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah 100%. And Not so, bad. um, yeah, but I'm like, dude, 
this thing ever hits a buck, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, retired. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come here. Your door is wide open. Stuff like scattered all throughout. No, I'm kidding. You'll be like, oh, you brought your pet rhino to work today. That's cool. It's <laughs> hilarious. But oh, well, should let's we talk jump, about yeah, it? let's jump into Second Corinthians. <laughs> um, so I, uh, so the theme is reconciliation, and this yeah. is uh, something that I thought was I never really picked up on it, but you had mentioned that this is Second uh, Corinthians is actually the fourth letter in a back and forth between Paul and the Corinthians. Yeah. Yeah, the fourth one, which is super cool, and I think that's uncomfortable for some because we like to think that we have, everything. or maybe maybe some people think that we have everything, and that's just it, and that's really just not the case. No, we don't. Um, and a lot of people, there's, I mean, not so much with Paul's letters to the Corinthians, but I mean, it's pretty widely accepted that they're written by Paul. I yeah. think, uh-huh. and um, but it's uncomfortable for some to think that we don't have everything that the apostles wrote, and that what we do have is what we have because the church over history has felt they're important and have passed them down. That's why we have what we have. Well, just know? think about like, you know, for me, like my Evernote file, right. Mm-hmm. You know, versus like, so I have all these things that I've written over the last five years, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's probably, you know, if my ministry, if I move on and people remember one of my messages, it'll be right. like a win. <laughs> <laughs> like one right. out, of out of thousands, thousands of them. yeah yeah so I, I think it's reasonable you know i don't think it's unreasonable either and uh i was listening to the bible project a couple of weeks ago and tim Mackey had said that a way to think a way that you could think about it that's not a bulletproof analogy but it works is mm-hmm. like if you think about somebody who you know goes viral on youtube and their one viral video versus like the 150 other videos that they have that nobody cares That's about. Right. But that one viral video captures the essence of everything that needs to be captured. Yep. And I would yeah. say looking at the New Testament from my perspective, like I don't think we're lacking anything. You know what I mean? Like there's really not no. a stone that goes unturned as far as important things. Do I, would I like to know if my resurrection body has a six pack? Yeah. <laughs> but that's not really something that, uh, that yeah. gets covered. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, hopefully, it's hopefully it gets covered. We don't need to see all that. In the, I mean, if in I'm looking millennium. good, I don't, you know, <laughs> if I'm well, looking good, Thor, if <laughs> don't need no coverings. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but I, I think that uh you know we ha- we have what the Lord wanted us to to preserve, Agreed. you know, and yeah. so there we are. And you know, so he initially and and this is where I think it's helpful to like just do research and read commentaries and and biblical journals and history books that like Lagos has. It's been yeah. so wonderful mm-hmm. for me because <laughs> I'm I'm just not that keen on what I'm reading and maybe it's just because I get distracted sometimes but I catch some of those things when I'm reading it where you know he's having this conversation with Chloe you know and that she uh she's back she's back there in Corinth and he's getting this because he's in Ephesus um so therefore she has employees that are traveling therefore she's rich you know what I mean so it's like first Corinthians chapter one you know this lady that talks about uh, she's the reason why he's having this exchange about the church. So mm-hmm. there, there would have been a previous letter, right? So it's like those little like things, those you know nuanced things that are kind of 
stated but not absolutely out in the open and obvious mm -hmm. for people like me that you know my reading comprehension is is not there you know and as to where some of the others other biblical scholars are you know mm -hmm. it's like they catch everything you they know? do yeah they're so it, it's just really neat for me to read some of those things yeah. and you know get a get a clue about what else is happening and what's going on and what's literally right there in front of me that i've missed mm -hmm. um so but yeah it's i think it's pretty clear i put an excerpt in the program and this is we're finally getting into something substantive here for for the conversation but <laughs> um within the program this this week is an excerpt from john barry's um book he did, it's not even really a book it's it's almost like a sermon series that, it's a, it's that a he very did. helpful book oh my gosh um josh but, that was that was for you turn I, that thing on I, silent. it's my it's my computer <laughs> What do you mean it's your computer? Oh my that was your phone. <laughs> I think it was both. I don't know. Yeah, I literally just turned silent mode off. It's my computer for sure. Oh my goodness. Sorry. My, it's no, just, it's all good. It's my just... wife must not have anything to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Just kidding. Just kidding. I know you're going to listen. I love you. She's anyway. not going to listen. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the doghouse. Um, so that being said, we, we have an excerpt there that I think is very, very helpful that I think that all of you should read. Go to each one of those texts that he outlines, and he, he paints this picture that it's the fourth letter. He paints this picture that when Paul talks about separation, it's not exactly what we have been thinking about. Right. Um, and all of that is right there in the front part of the program as far as where the message is. And it shows those references of where we're getting that, you know, and so mm -hmm. it's, it's very well laid out, well thought through, it's methodical, and I think that if you read that, you'll be helpful. You will be helped, it is helpful, and it'll be a great just kind of a, a launch into the study. It really do be like that. It do be like that sometimes. Yeah, so. So, um, so this is just something that popped into my brain, but I was, I just finished that book. Uh, it was a collab between Randolph Richards and... Uh, somebody else wrote the book with him, but it was uh, misreading scripture with Western eyes. And he talks a lot about uh, just what it meant in the first century to be, be a patron mm. and you know what that, you know, if you're patronizing somebody, what exactly that means. And he kind of ties that back into maybe why Paul would not have wanted the support from the Corinthian church. Cause he hits it a lot in the second letter. If I'm not misunderstanding, like, listen, when I came to you, like I, <laughs> I, you know, would robbed other churches to serve you because I didn't yeah. want you to, to support me. Yep. And that makes a ton of sense when you think yeah. about where they were at and what it would have meant for Paul to be subservient to them if they were patronizing him. Right. And I just thought that was really interesting. Yep. Um, but there's, yeah, there's some beef there in second Corinthians still that they're trying to reconcile there. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is interesting. And I think the, ma the majority of that is because there's still a small, small faction, smaller, uh, there's a smaller faction of, of folks that are still just like listening to false teachers and, yeah, and they're, they're unrepentant. They're not changing. And Paul is like, look, we've gotten it this far. We've, we've shifted the perspective, you know, from what it was in first Corinthians after first Corinthians, which is, you know, really the second, but then, uh, he writes this, there's this clue in the book that we have known as second Corinthians that he's, he has written them a scathing letter. Oh yeah. He has, he has, you know, one that we don't have, you know, he has connected with them on a level that <laughs> he is, roasted them so hard. They were like, yeah, we ain't circulating this one. <laughs> <laughs> this and it's not getting copied. Yeah. It's at this point that he, um, it, it did some good, but it didn't quite get all of that garbage out of there, you know? And so he's, he's calling these people super apostles, you know, towards the end where they're, 
you know, they're they're definitely maybe it's a mix of Judaizers, you know, those that mm-hmm. are forcing law, yeah. you know, within the church context that shouldn't be, you yeah. know. Uh, but I think from there, it's it's this it's very evident that he's just trying to get them that la- one last leg of the race, mm-hmm. you know, to to um, get their cooperation for this offering. You yeah. Know? But anyway, it's it's really really good. Do you remember? Um, gosh, it's either in Galatians or it's at the end of Second Corinthians. I can't remember because I've read both in the past few days um, since Saturday. But <clears throat> bless you. I've been like on the verge of a sneeze and then it just turned into a yawn. <laughs> but Paul basically tells them, he's like, you know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm giving birth to you again. <laughs> mm. Like your babies again. Mm. Do you, does that ring a bell? Yeah. Or? I can't remember where it is. I, it's one of the two. I just, yeah. I was, I finished second Corinthians and I was like, where do I go next? And I was like, well, Galatians is right here. It's pretty short. So yeah. Why not just read that? Jump right in. Right. Yeah. So it's one of those two, but yeah, I think it's first Corinthians. I was like, oof, what a roast. Yeah, so... But I think that's fitting for... Well, I mean, really, the... Yeah, I think it fits. Yeah. Both. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. But I that think they that... They digressed so much, it was as if they not only become babies again, but, like, weren't even, like, babies. Like, they needed to be given birth to again. Right, right. <laughs> Which is just a funny... I don't know, I thought it was a funny illustration. Yeah, and I think that's... It's telling of, of folks that, you know, that you get your... You get this deliverance, right? This aspect of salvation... And then you forget what you were delivered from. Yep. We all fall into that trap, you know, from time to time. It's like, okay, the Lord's called you to something. And if we're not, and and that's this big part of reconciliation. If we don't grasp this concept and, and we don't grasp it. And personally, I don't think we grasp this well in churches. Um, I, I know I have not grasped it well in the past, you know, where we're really good. And I said this on Sunday, but we're good at repentance. We're good at calling out what it, what shouldn't be there, what we should change from, but we don't give a clear path of what we should change to. And yeah. without that, the path becomes muddy, unclear. And, you know, from that perspective, um, it's it's easy to exchange your calling, right, for something that's just giving you comfort. Yeah. And and that's, that's a problem. That's what's happening in this church over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. if we don't understand that God is reconciling us to himself, um, you know, that's the the first initial part of salvation that deliverance from that is is just getting that turn to happen but the rest of it is man we are pursuing in pursuit of a god that is in pursuit of us and it's a beautiful thing right when when we reconcile with with our creator yes and i think um and this just kind of came to mind i it, i can't remember what he called it but i'm in the middle of one of craig rochelle's books and he talks about um you know like if you're trying to you know, if you're trying to get over, like, it's the the winning the war in your mind book. Hmm. Um, and it's really good. If you, if you struggle with your, your mental health in any capacity or if you're just trying to kick a bad habit, maybe, um, it's a, you know, it's a good read. I'm probably like an hour and a half deep. But he talks about, uh, I don't know if he calls it replacement theory. Hmm. Um, but it's the uh, basically the idea that if you want to get rid of something or you do get rid of something, it needs to be replaced by something else. Mm. And, you know, a biblical example would be when Paul says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. You know, if you stop conforming, but you're not transforming, then you're going to go back to conforming. That's just kind of, yeah, kind of the nature of it. And I think that we, we get in this mode <clears throat> as, the, as the church and we're, you know, or maybe specifically in our cultural context, but people view religion as like something that we do to get uh, a good afterlife. And that's the exchange. 
You know, yeah. I do this, I get that, and then I'm good to roll. There's no, like, there, you know, there's just not a, you're not replacing your, your lifestyle of death with a lifestyle of life. Mm. Because we feel like we do our thing, we believe this, we're going to the good place when we die, and that's it. Right. You know, but if we get to a place where we are confronted with what we need to stop, and we do stop that, and we don't replace that with something else, then we're just, we're bound to go back to that again. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited about the series. I'm excited about the implications of it. And, you know, just kind of taking Second Corinthians, boiling it down, we're we're going off of this theme of reconciliation from chapter five. And I, I mentioned this Sunday, but here's here's some of the topics that we're gonna deal with. Last Sunday, this one we dealt with facts, God's promises and everything in between. Yeah, let's get some of that. That's good stuff. Yep. Forgiveness. We're gonna talk about forgiveness this coming Sunday. That's a big topic for folks. I mean, yeah. it is it is huge. You know, I, I would say a, a sizable percentage of the church struggles with forgiveness, you know, whether it's forgiving themselves or forgiving someone else. Um, before you can reconcile any relationship, you must understand forgiveness. Um, week three is forward thinking when your old way corrupts the new you. And that's specifically talking about those, those Judaizers. Yeah. Um, but we can't allow the old us to corrupt, you know, the new. He, the Lord wants us to be new creation you mm-hmm. know and we can't we can't use the old coding right. you know it's not just an update it's a it's a rehaul you know yeah. we're exchanging you don't want to run windows 95 on a new computer no. you just don't want to do it yeah it doesn't work uh fatigue that's the next week week four is fatigue how our physical bodies remind us of the grace that we live with daily um i think that we just need to kind of shift our focus change our perspective towards our suffering you know, in the things that we deal with physically in this earth, it can be a reminder of grace. It really can be. Yeah. Um, if we'll approach it from that perspective, Paul definitely did. Um, and all of these things are key to reconciliation. And then uh, fools, can we be friends? Who is influencing you? Um, you know, our, who we choose to, to hang around, let influence us. It, it matters. It mattered in this church. And it was something that Paul really drilled down on. And he did this in the first letter. Second letter, and then the fourth letter, second letter. <laughs> um, so who is influencing who? And then the last week, we're going to talk about fame and fortune, how reconciliation gives us a narrative to live and give by. Um, so that we'll put the bow on it with that. Nice. Mm-hmm. And he really, you know, he was after them as, a, a, you know, a corporate body, church of God, corporate, you know, within his ministry and, mm-hmm. and in his network to participate, you know, in some of these mission, uh, you know, the, these trips and, and raising this, this money for the church of Jerusalem. So ultimately he had an end goal at mine in mind and he was discipling them to that place. And so he, he's reconciling them to, to what the Lord had for them. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I'm looking yep. forward to it. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the first week. Um, and it, it's just, it's neat to, um, and when I read like, I try to approach different uh, different genres within within scripture a different way, but with Paul's letters, I try to read it all the way through. That mm-hmm. way, you even if, like you're going to glaze over things and you're going to miss things, which yeah. to me is okay. But but I want to read it as a whole work. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And but when you read through Paul's letter, very early on, you pick up on this theme of reconciliation, and there's other themes too. But mm-hmm. it's very plain to see when you're reading through that, that it's there and it's just, it's neat that we'll be able to spend a couple, you know, a couple weeks and drill down on just that topic. And I think honestly, even for, for me personally, um, it's a topic that's needed to 
learn maybe more about what reconciliation is, how that applies. Yeah. Uh, forgiveness, mm-hmm. which is a, a topic that we all need a refresher on and maybe, yeah. you know, some more insight on. So it's, it's going to be really good. So if you haven't, uh, if you haven't listened to the message, the, it is in the description of this podcast right here, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, or on Facebook. And uh, his notes are on there as well if you'd like to study in your own time as well. Yeah, jump in. Yep. Here's the uh, here's the text for you know for the the main portion of of the you know the meat of this thing of reconciliation. It's Second Corinthians five, sixteen through twenty one. From now on, then we do not know anyone from a worldly perspective. Like that's so that's so loaded. It's so good. Yeah. Even if we have known Christ from a worldly perspective, yet now we no longer know him in that in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and see, the new has come. Everything is from God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he has committed the message of reconciliation to us. So uh, mm. that's like that spot there. Um, you know, well, we, there's two more. Might as well read them. Therefore, <laughs> send it. Therefore, <laughs> we are ambassadors for Christ since God is making his appeal through us. We plead on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. He's pleading with them. Yeah. Uh, he made uh, the one who did not know sin to be sin for us so that. Uh, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It's You hear so many of these concepts cherry-picked and used for other things. Um, when really they all kind of tie together to tell a completely t- different story. Yeah, well, you know, in some cases. In yeah. some cases, completely different. And, and, and then maybe other, maybe uh, a better way of putting it is it tells a more whole, Very much so. Story. It yeah. is a holistic Right. You know, it is the gospel. Yeah. You know, that's what mm-hmm. this is. So it, right. you know, he us is, being reconciled to the father is the gospel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's kind of the, you know, that that's the nugget, right? That I think everything else is, is built around. Yeah. Um, in how he constructed this letter. So we're, we're kind of building from that, building off that. And, you know, we, we've got some really good things. So, you know, this last week's message, you know, if you dive into it, I think that of course there's, there's a lot of, just prep work and intro and, you know, yeah. just things about the letter. Fast but. forward like 20 minutes and boom, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. It's the same rule of thumb with these podcasts, you know. Yeah, just fast, fast forward, forward a little get bit. To the end. You get to, yeah. the, get to the meat part, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's the the ultimate thing of, of coming out of that first week, chapter one, really, what Paul was saying is, you know, the Lord is in control. He, it's, it's, it's his story. It's his narrative. That's the facts, you know, and really like, even even they were upset with Paul that he didn't come to them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the timing wasn't what they wanted, and it really wasn't what Paul had said. And so we see that Paul is nimble. He is flexible with what the Lord is uh, doing in his life. And so we even talked about Sunday, one of, the, one of the points, it's like, you know, a clear conscience and a muddy plan. You know, in our society, we celebrate clear plans. Clear plans, clear wins, and I'm not against those things, but sometimes... In reconciliation, it's more about the muddy plan where we don't know what's next, but we know that we did the right thing, the clear conscience. Yeah. But anyway, that's probably my favorite thing. From that's the, cool. The whole <laughs> You're like, hey, that's my favorite. Yeah. That's yeah. My, it, it was very helpful for me, you know, in, in the mm-hmm. sense that, uh, man, I'm, I want to be closer to God. I want to have a better relationship. I want every, like, ounce of Matt Robinson's being to be um, who God wants me to be. Like, I want to be reconciled. I want to be exchanged. I want all the old out 
and all the new gospel glory in. And I want to live yeah. in the Holy Ghost of God, you know, and he and me. And this exchange that's happening, he is reconciling me to himself. Uh, and, and it's an amazing thing. And when you get in that place, you know, it's not all going to look the way you thought it was going to look. Right. You know, so anyway, I, I think that uh, this is exactly what I need. It's uh, the passage of scripture that the Lord has for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's some good stuff. Jump in and study it. And if you have any questions, that's, I mean, that's a great thing too. If you have any questions about second Corinthians or something that you're reading, there is a lot of, of, you know, misnomers. There's things in there yeah, that are, there's a lot of interesting things in second Corinthians. Yeah. And, and Paul, I think we said this too on Sunday, he gives more intimate details about himself in second Corinthians than he, he does, does in, in any other book. Yeah. Um, so if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us, you know, we'll do the research. I'm not saying we'll have the, the exact answer, but we'll, um, we'll dig in and, and see if we can respond to some yeah. of those. If you drop a comment on this post or on this YouTube video or anywhere else, carrier pigeon, uh, we will address <laughs> said questions. Yeah, man. We may not give you an adequate answer, but we will address them for yeah. sure. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Yeah. But Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We will see you right here on Thursday next week and prayerfully in a, in a I almost said in a pew, but we don't have pews. No. Um, in a seat, now. your butt in a seat on Sunday. Yeah. We'll see you there. God bless you. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in for this conversation on the Bethlehem Church Podcast. We hope it was a blessing to you. If you want to know more about us, feel free to check out our website at BethlehemChurch.cc. And also, in every conversation we publish, you'll find our sermon notes in the description, and we hope that you'll study these topics further. We'll see you next time.